welcome. Welcome to podcast on Every Falling Star by Sung Ju Lee. Chase, what do you think it was like for Sung Ju Lee to move to Gyeongsang? Um, I think that he was a little unexpected because when he was in class, he heard that like other people moved there too, and they said it was for vacation. But when he moved there, it's a really rundown city. And then at his school, I think he would have been really shocked because people were eating school like first. People were eating squirrels for like their lunches at school. So I think that would have been really shocking. And then when he when they said they had to go hunt for their food, I think that he didn't believe them and he thought they were joking, but they actually ate squirrels, so he was kind of confused and shocked. So yeah, it would have been very, very strange and unexpected for him to move and then find out like that they ate squirrels and other food. Yeah, that- it would have been really weird because you're used to just being in Pyongyang, the capital, where everything's nice. Then you move over here, it's less quality school. Okay, you can deal with that. And then you learn that students sell their textbooks in the market and that's just really surprising from somebody who has that perspective that one yeah, story and then, and then like he like he has like these like rice cakes and rice and then they call him the like rich boy from Pyongyang. Pyongyang. So yeah that would have been really shocking and then he was made he was made like the leader of a certain like school class or something like that. Yeah, he was made but, yeah. school leader. And so he I think it would have been a really shocking to see like just how like what they ate. And then later on like closer to winter, they started eating chipmunks and like um young bum said that there was plenty of chipmunks to eat. So then that would have been a nice refresher of that shock. So Yeah. It would have been very very shocking. Okay, hi Tyson. So, next question is, how do you think um Sungju like responded to when they ran out of food and then he had to start eating chipmunks and squirrels? How well, do you think he um like started thinking about if they were lying or not? Well, when his parents were uh were well, they probably thought his parents was joking when they said, "Oh yeah, we have to go out and hunt." Because they were running out of money to buy food, but they weren't kidding. And then he had to eat wildlife, and yeah, yeah. And then also, um, um, there's another part that you missed. It's when he had first killed his first um snake. So yeah, then pretty sure they ate that too. Yeah, that was probably pretty impactful. And then, and then sleeping over the night, and then hunting even more, and then later on, when his well. We have another segment after this. But he had to sell his textbooks for food. Yeah. So, yeah, so we'll get back to the next question. Hey, Chase. Okay, so I've got a question for you this time. How do you think, or what do you think went through his mind when his parents had to actually go out for food? And also, what, uh, what impacted his decisions when they didn't come back? Um, I think that because he, like, heard from his other friends that, like, they had parents that didn't come back from hunting for food. So I think that he was um, kind of afraid and worried that that would happen. And so he was, 
really afraid and having to stay all at home all by himself. And then when his when his dad didn't come back, his mom had to leave. And then when she came back and gave him food, and then when she left again, and he didn't even see her, and when she didn't come back the second time, I think that he was shocked and was like brought out into reality. And so then he had to start following what his other friends were doing. So he sold like everything. He started living with Young Bum and. Well, first he was bloated up with salt and water because that's what his mom told him to eat while she was gone. Yep. So and he was all he bloated up with water, then he had to go to Young Bum, and Young Bum had to help him recover. Then... Okay, so yeah, Young Bum had to help him recover, and that's how he started his street life and had to start stealing. So yeah, that kind of helped him bring him to reality and find out that all these things that he thought Young Bum and his friends at school were lying. They were actually telling the truth. So he had to get on and start doing what other kids are doing, stealing and trying just to survive in the hard world and harsh world within the uh, Shangmu where police had to try to hide and keep away from them so it wouldn't get caught and killed. Into the Guhusa, which is just a place of death. Play, yeah. <laughs> Chase, how do you think the author uses details to make the story feel more realistic when you're reading it? Um, I think he makes it seem more realistic when he includes the details when they're doing fights between d different kabachi gangs. So, like, when he said, like, everything went out of focus and he was just doing um, Taekwondo on the other kabachi gangs. And then he, and then also the different, just, like, very detailed, just the little things that make it seem more realistic, like, um, when they had to move to a bunch of different cities to find places where they could steal and how they got defeated a bunch of times by different gangs. And then when they finally defeated a gang that was really hard that had, um, like, chains and different weapons and it was different for everybody. And then um, their gang, one of their gang members died and it kind of brought into reality that not everything is happy for them. And kind of brings us to, like, how life isn't always perfect and how even in books things are... Not just like picture perfect, and yeah, then they have to train with a um, different gang after he dies, so they can not die because other um, gangs are starting to use nunchucks or nunchukas, which yeah. are very dangerous. And so they um, this they get taught how to adult use gang the, uh, taught them how to use these metal metal like basically long metal chopsticks and how to throw them, how to throw them damage, and then they they get really strong and so. They're, so they are well known, and yeah. So it brings in, like makes it seem very realis realistic. So just the little details, like how like um they had different dreams, just the little things like you might think aren't very important, like stuff that we don't really even talk about in our day to day lives, like what we dream about or what's going on. But this he makes it very realistic, and it's just very fun to read because it's very realistic, and I like this book. So he uses very small details to make the Books seem realistic in real life.